Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am eager for you to hear this conversation with Karen Dyer. As you listen, you will hear how delightful she is and that she loves to win at whatever she does. She's driven, she's curious, and a natural troubleshooter. With her top three strengths of competition, achiever, and command, you will hear how she's someone who takes charge and leads others well. As a woman, she knows that God has a unique plan for her, and that is different than for women who have softer strengths. I really appreciate her vulnerability as she talks about that and what it means for her to embrace her strengths. You will hear how she sees her strengths of learner and restorative as her allies as she's learning how to communicate and relate to others more effectively. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome, Karen. I'm so excited that you're here today. I'm glad to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, this is going to be a fun conversation. I know our (laughs) listeners are going to just love just getting to know you and a little bit about your strengths. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Karen, obviously, and um, I'm a born and raised Austinite, and um, I I guess I kind of fit the mold in being unique, you know, keep Austin weird, but not in the way that you'd probably <laughs> imagine um, for a typical Austinite, that's for sure. Um but I, um, I've been working in Texas politics and uh, living here in Hyde Park area. Um, so, yeah. Well, great. Well, um, how, what's your recollection of how we first connected? I think it was way <laughs> back, but yeah, what's Indeed. your take on that? <laughs> yeah. Junior uh, yeah, literally, it was middle school. Um, and I remember, so Lauren Claire, your lovely daughter, and I became fast friends um, at church youth group. And um, I just always remember, I, I can't say I remember the very first time I came over um, to hang out, but I always have warm recollections of your house and what an amazing cook and baker you are. And um, always felt so loved in in y'all's house, um, for sure. Yeah. Spent a lot of time with y'all. Oh, well, thanks. Well, I know that was a sweet season. And then y'all kind of went to different high schools. And so mm-hmm. it was kind of a, a short, short-lived, not that it hasn't still been a friendship, but y'all, your worlds didn't really overlap very much. But um, mm-hmm. yes, I felt the same. It's just fun to have you over and neat to get to know your folks and stuff too. So um, anyway, it's fun to, to connect a little bit more on this topic, which is something I obviously get really excited about. And so, um, well, yeah, why don't you tell what your top five strengths are and what you've been learning about those lately? Yeah. So my top five are competition, achiever, command, learner, and restorative. Um, and while I've kind of had the recollection of these in my life, I didn't 
take the straight finders test until I want to say a year or two ago. And so looking at them through this lens has been a new experience for me. And it's been really interesting to um, have them through that lens. And so um, I think recently I've I've really been trying to embrace um, my learner and restorative to accentuate or to highlight and improve competition, achiever, and command, which are just really natural for me. Um, I, I don't have to to think about it. It's just my reaction. My natural instinct is is those top three, and then I feel like the restorative and the learner are. Um, maybe a little less active and um, they're less, they appear less on the surface, um, mm-hmm. but they have just been real allies for me in my growth and, and in my journey. Mm. That's great. Well, I I just love, um, just even as I'm looking here at your list of strengths of just thinking of just, just the the strength and the impact that you have in the things that you do. And I know that's been, you know, since you've graduated, what, 10 years or so ago from a little bit more than that. (laughs) Well, whatever. I mean, you're a, yeah, but just you, you've had a lot of different opportunities in um, things that you've been doing um, with your life in your work and things like that. But, um, but I do, I, um, people are just drawn to you because of your um, just clear path and just the joy that you radiate in things that you do. But I, I really loved our conversation. I guess it was kind of in the thick of COVID last year to kind of unpack some of these a little bit more. But, but you, you really were on my list from the get go because I know that your mix of strengths is a little different than. Um, than some people's. So especially with the competition and command. So Mm -hmm. tell, tell me a little bit about how, let's start with competition, what that looks like for you and kind of how you see that playing out. Yeah. I mean, looking at my life, competition has definitely been a, um, a source of a lot of joy and a lot of frustration. <laughs> um, Cause it, when you're competition, you win or you lose. Um, and depending on which mm-hmm. side you are on that is, is whether you're happy or not. Um, and, but I think that it's been really fun to see, um, to see it develop and really change my perspective in the last probably um six or seven years, um, it's kind of dawned on me that, um, sometimes if I win, other people lose and, Mm. um, and, and the ability to try and change my perspective of what winning looks like, what, what that success is, is it just me on top or is it us all together as a team? Is it whoever I'm working with, whatever I'm doing, how do I bring them along into that as well, rather than having a separation um, of just me versus the world? Um, yeah, <laughs> which is is kind of how it felt growing up a lot. But um, it, and so that's been a, a a lot more rewarding in a lot of ways um, yeah. to be able to kind of have that shift and um, really soften and, and refine that that strength. Yeah, that. That's so, um, so good the way you put it. I mean, like 
your competition and command are in what we call the mobilizing quadrant. Like those are strengths that help you move others to action. And so like you're saying, even with your competition, like as you're leading others, it it is raising the bar and on your team or work or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But but that is kind of one of the little cautionary statements of them <laughs> yeah. of like, oh, just to be careful, because like you say maybe you've experienced that of um it kind of not working well for the whole team, maybe sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's been interesting too, because yeah, the competition achiever and command all kind of come together. But, um, you know, I can think back to when I was younger and something needed to be done and there was a group of us that needed to do it. And, um, and I just took over the entire project took command, told everybody what they had to do. And like, I pulled it in and, uh-huh. Um, while it worked out well for me, I can see that I robbed a lot of joy for other people in the way that I, I handled mm. situations. Um, because I, I didn't allow for creativity. It was my way and this is how we were going to win and this is what we were going to do and let's go do it. And, um, so yeah, looking back on some things, it's, it's, it's funny to see, um, I understand where, and I can see where I'm missing, um, any connect, uh, quadrant. Uh-huh. Um, but moving forward in my life, it's it's been fun to to shift my perspective on them. That's for sure. Mm. That's great. I love, like you say, of just the bringing your learner and restorative mm-hmm. into that, and and really learning from like, oh, maybe that didn't go so great. But but I think again, I I appreciate just when someone does take charge. But mm-hmm. but it's a mix can be a mixed bag, like you're saying. Yeah. And so. and not that I would never fill that position if it was needed per se, but more of the way that I can I do it is changed. Mm-hmm. So I think honestly, a lot of it is looking outside myself more, um, and truly recognizing that um, yes, my way may be a good way and it may work. But there could be a better way and someone just isn't voicing it because they don't feel like they they can or, um, you know, just allowing people to be able to voice that instead of just filling the void and, and making things happen, I think has been um, something that I've valued because there have been better ways. There have been good suggestions, whether it's through work or projects or school or whatever, Um there really have been some times where I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's, that's a much better idea. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and even like, um, sometimes I do this and help teams understand the rest of their team. So everyone knows each other a little better and, mm-hmm. you know, possibly like as you're the leader of this task or whatever, and you know, oh, these, this other person is really strong in harmony or, whatever it is, then you can kind of lean on those other people. And I think that's the, mm-hmm. the beauty of understanding strengths. And, you know, a lot of times people, we get to that eventually, but I think it can be a tool for others to, to be like, yeah, we, I might not have all 34 strengths, but our team might have 30 of the things that we need. So let's really capitalize on what mm-hmm. each person has. Yeah. And yeah. so that, that can be you know, takes some work to understanding those things. But I think 
like you knowing, okay, I do need to lean on someone else to kind of help me see what I'm not seeing maybe. So, um, well, I know, like, I was wondering, like, if you kind of seen some of these strengths growing up, I think maybe your siblings, some of your siblings have competition. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone in my family, except for my mom, has competition um, mm. in their top five. Um, potentially my little brother, but a lot of, you know, he came around when I was 11. So uh -huh. um, it was kind of a different landscape. So growing up, growing up, my real childhood um, consisted of a lot of competition. Uh -huh. um, and it was again, this is where I have these very strong feelings when I was younger surrounding it of mm -hmm. it's either elation or total frustration and sadness. Yeah. Because, you know, whether it was just playing a card game with a family or charades or whatever we did, um, it was always high stakes and it was always in it <laughs> to win it and at the expense of whatever, you know, no cheating, you know, a lot of eruptions of, hey, you can't do that. And mm. um, and so, yeah, I feel like competition has a lot of strong history for me in terms of just emotional highs and lows of um, around that. But I think as I've grown and been able to soften and, and let go of knowing that yeah. um, I don't have to put so much emotional energy into winning a game of skip boat, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we don't have to go there. Yes, it's fun, but is it worth it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, growing up, I, I definitely had, can see, see the competition throughout my whole family, um, but definitely in myself as well. Um, yeah. And I apologize. Was there another part of the question that I, I missed there? Oh, no. I was just kind of wondering, yeah, like how you, how you saw these growing up. And I, because I didn't yeah. know that, that there was a lot of competition in your family. So that's oh, yes. totally it. Yeah. Well, um. We hadn't really hit on restorative. I know we're kind of jumping around a little bit, but I think sometimes that's one that some people don't really know or kind of understand what that is. How how would you describe that or how have you seen that maybe in your everyday life or even at work or what does that look like for you? Yeah, I think restorative was one of the ones that was an aha moment for me when I saw it written out. Um, and I don't have the strength finders definition in front of me, but, um, the way I to see it in myself is this desire to, um, fix and mm -hmm. to, especially if it's a broken, something that's broken, mm -hmm. um, whether it's a relationship or, um, a situation, you know, just anything like even down to, um, you know, there's a chip in the wood paneling on my, dresser and I want to glue it back and put it there and I want to make sure it's fixed. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just this drive to um, do what I can to make things better. Um, and even, you know, I, I saw that as growing up, which sometimes I think was hard for, for my sister um, because she saw it in a completely different light. But I, my sister and I would fight a lot growing up and I would be able to go out and step away from the situation um, and within 10, 15 minutes be able to come back and apologize. Um, and it was because I had this desire to 
not leave it in this state of, um, of conflict. And which is very interesting because I'm very comfortable in conflict. Um, and I don't shy away from conflict at all. Um, you know, in, in fact, in some ways, people would probably say I enjoy it. Um, just this, this, the mental sparring or whatever it might be. But um, so it's, it's a very interesting in conjunction with that because I, I would come back and, and try and reconcile and apologize while for her, she's um, probably has a deeper emo emotional, emotional, excuse me, depth than I do. And so for her, she was still very raw. She wasn't ready. Um, and, and she saw it as me not taking the argument seriously, that I wasn't affected um, as deeply as she was by the argument. And so, um, you know, all that to be said, it, it, I, I just have this drive to repair and fix. And um, I think it just, it's such a blessing that God gave me that in addition to my comfort and conflict and my ability just to spar with people. Um, because I think without that, I would, um, I would be a lot more reckless in, in my, in my um, more abrasive sides, I guess might be a, a decent way to say that. Hmm. Wow. That's, that's really neat. Just to, just to kind of see how that kind of overlays these, your other strengths and just the way that you operate, but just, yeah, I think people with restorative, that is just sort of ingrained in them of like being aware of what's broken and wanting to fix it. Like you said, mm -hmm. that's great. Well, how do you see um, just these different strengths that you have? Like, as you think about just, the workplace that you're in or even other um, jobs that you have, maybe some that you enjoyed more or some less, but like, what do you love about your strengths and how you're able to use those at your work these days? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that just my strengths in general, some things I love about it is if I decide to do something, like I will do it. And um, if I put my mind to it, like there's nothing that's going to stop me besides myself. Um, and specifically in the workplace, I think that my strengths, um, I get to to access a lot of them in different scenarios. Um, and so, you know, they all kind of meld together to want to create a good team dynamic in the office mm -hmm. um, where we're creative and trying to try new things and look for new opportunities for um, for us to succeed mm -hmm. while, you know, being, um, I'm, I'm blanking on what I'm trying to say here, but essentially like, I, I really appreciate the place that God's put me in because I've been able to use all of my strengths in different ways mm -hmm. to um, create a, an office environment that um, I would like to think is happy and healthy um, and that we deal with our um, 
our conflict and our issues and our frustrations with each other in a, in a healthy way. Um, and, and everyone has a voice to, to be able to do that. So, um, yeah. Does that confuse you? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it, maybe it's kind of a, a tricky question because it's like some, when we're using our strengths, we don't even think they're any big deal. And so it's like to kind of step back from that, I mean, as me asking you the question, it's like, yeah, well, I mean, it's, that sounds awesome, you know, just to think about like what you're saying, the atmosphere that you're creating and, and maybe it might not be, it might not be like, wow, this is this something I put on my resume, but it's like, you do bring just that strength and leadership and probably just the culture of wanting people to be heard with different opinions and things like that. So, um, so yeah, sorry, I kind of threw that question in there. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> well, um, I know sometimes maybe it could feel a little weighty or challenging just as a woman that you have these um, strengths that, that might, might kind of be misunderstood sometimes, or um, how has that been for you? Just um, yeah, your combination of strengths. Yeah, um, it has been difficult, um, and there, I will say these days, I definitely feel more thankful for them than potentially I was. But um, and I feel like I keep referencing this kind of this journey of before. Um, but you know, as a kid, I didn't understand what my strengths were. I just knew I was the way I was, and. Um, and I definitely ran into a lot of, of pushback from, you know, my family, people around me, um, who didn't necessarily always appreciate, uh, who I was, um, because, you know, I said what I thought and I did what I thought needed to be done. And, um, I pushed in places that I probably shouldn't have sometimes, you know, all these different things. Um, and, you know, a lot of times I can feel like, or I felt like I haven't felt this way in a long time, but felt like the black sheep. Um, and, and looking at, uh, all these strengths it, now I can see, the it, it, while I am unique, I'm also um, have tons of opportunity with it, and especially I'm just so thankful for the learner and the restorative, um, because I feel like those are more subtle. Um, and I mean, they're they're the bottom two out of the five, but they have really pushed me to a lot of self improvement and self reflection. Um, they have softened the competition achiever and command in a lot of ways. Um, and it's been such a blessing because I really am able to do so much. Um, and sometimes I look at myself and, and, you know, do what you're never supposed to do and compare my life and compare, um, what God has gifted me with. And there is some, some sadness because I feel like I am so different than many of the women, um, that, you know, I'm surrounded with and just in general, but, um, I know that God's 
walk um, and plan for my life is different. And so therefore, of course, I'm gifted differently. And um, I have a lot of anticipation about where that will lead me. But I definitely have um, (laughs) – I've had uh, some of my employees um, kind of joke with me, and I get it too, but – this is one particular employee of mine. He loves working for me and he really enjoys it. And I'm grateful for him. He's an incredibly gifted um, gentleman that I'm, I'm excited to see where God takes him because he is just, he's brilliant. Um, and I consider myself lucky to to have him in the office. But he, he said, you know, I, I've gone around and people have asked me, oh, what's it like working for Karen? Like, oh, <laughs> like it's some bad thing. Yeah. Like, oh, like she's, you know, she's a big B, you know, and fill in the blank there. Um, <laughs> like it, it must be awful working in that office. Like, what's it like? And, um, and I'm just grateful for him because he, he'll admit it and tell me it. Um, that people are asking these questions. And I think it's funny. But I think a long time ago, I might have been offended um, by, by that and frustrated with it. But like, I'm confident enough to know that like their perception of me is so far from reality of how, um, how I do things. Yes. I like, you know, my office, we, I have standards and I keep people in line, but like, I also give them a ton of freedom and want them to be happy and enjoy working there. And I'm aware of, of all those things. So it's just, it's really funny and interesting to see that even, um, this is the perception of, of my personality traits is still like, still follows me and, and from a distance, but the fact that, um, I can laugh at it now is, is awesome. And, um, yeah, it, and I feel like I'd be remiss to say this, even though I don't want to, um, it is, it is saddening in a lot of ways too, because I feel like, these, um, as a woman, it, it, I am perceived as, um, that word, right? Like, uh-huh. because I'm assertive, because I'm forward, because I'm, um, take charge, whatever, fill in the blank you want. Um, and I am not a big feminist, so I'm not trying to say that there's some discrepancy, but those things are so valued in men that it's hard that, they come off as being a leader and all these positive things and they're valued so highly um, in the workplace. And as a female, it's, it always comes with this um, kind of this, this negative, filter. Yeah. 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 And so, um, but that honestly just drives me even more to improve and to refine myself because um, I know that my restorative and my learner are again huge assets. They're your friends. To me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to learn how to be better. Um, I want to, you know, I'm constantly trying to read books about um, about improving it, and whether that's even within communication, because I know that um, I have to be more deliberate with my communication because I am unique and I am different. And so I can't expect people to just know my communication style and to know where I'm at. And it's incumbent upon me that I have to be able to alter the way I communicate with people so that they can hear me in 
hear the message that I'm trying to convey. Because if I just communicate in a way that I think is is good, it's probably not going to be good for most people. Um, and just being conscious of that and trying to improve upon that so that I can be better has just been, it's been a really rewarding effort. Um, and, and that's the thing that's been great. You know, like I, I feel like I'm touting on myself a lot, but it's not what I'm trying to do. Just that the, the effort is worth it in improving yourself because your relationships are better. And, um, gosh, I'm, I'm excited to see where I will be, you know, in five, 10 years in terms of that. And in terms of, um, of going through the fire and coming out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, that's so encouraging, Karen. And just to, just to see your desire to really, like you say, just to learn from this experience, that experience, through that conversation, all the different things that come your way. But I mean, God has gifted you with these amazing strengths to, to move people forward and to lead in different things that he puts on your path. And so I'm excited for you and just, um, just your heart and desire to really, to be the best person that God made you to be. And I I think even as the, the title of this podcast, embrace your strengths. Um, I venture to say that probably, probably the majority of people, you know, we all struggle with that in one way or another, you know, it just Mm kind of looks different maybe this year or that year and this job or that job. But, but I appreciate just your honesty and um, just kind of as you're wrestling with these strengths that have a kind of high calling, you know, for your life, but you want to be the best um, person that, that God made you to be in this, environment that he's put you in. So I just say, keep pressing on. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's the goal. That's the goal. I know some days are definitely easier than others. And, you know, sometimes I'm more pleased and thankful for my strengths than others. And um, sometimes I, I, uh, I get myself into trouble still and have to go back mm-hmm. and apologize. And so, um, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a process and onward. Yes. Well, um, and I've kind of hit on a few things, but do you have any particular advice you would give to any of our listeners who might have any of your strengths or maybe know or work with someone with any of them? I know you've, you've given a few examples, but anything else come to your mind? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, I think just overall having an awareness, especially if you have some of these more um, bold uh, strengths, if you will, uh, having an awareness has been the biggest asset to just um, observe what what you do with these strengths and how people react and being mm-hmm. able to take that and um, use it, you know, take that debt data, compile it, see what it, what it looks like, and then use that to, to refine your methods. Mm. Right. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm trying That's to think really of other, good. um, yeah, just, just being self-aware I think is one of the hugest things because I know it's not my natural inclination to be 
aware of, of myself and what's going on around me rather in, in the sense of how are people feeling? How are people reacting to me? Mm-hmm. It's more of, it's always been more focused on the product um, rather than the people and to try and shift that focus to where you have both in mind. Um, right. Yeah. That's, that's probably been one of the things that has had really great um, impact on, on, me and my ability to use my strengths. Mm, that's really great. Well, and I think in general, like those, that advice is something that we all should think about every day because I do think we all get some kind of feedback in one way or another. And maybe yours might seem a little more, more, um, just a little maybe stronger or maybe it, I mean, it's just different than maybe other people's impact with different strengths. And so I think just like you're saying, just to be aware and. Yeah. And, and I will say because, um, this strengths, these strengths can be very, very strong. Um, a lot of the people who might have a bigger reaction, but not show it, you got to be in tune with that because, um, you know, like my mom, Man, I can't think of her strengths off the top of my head, but she's just a much more um, peaceful person than I am, and and which is a huge blessing in my life. Uh, but I have to be, I have to change my attunement to her than it would normally be because it's not the reaction that I typically would would have, right? And so, mm-hmm. just being aware that my reaction to something might be you know, 50 times the, that of my mom's reaction to something. And just to try and be aware of that and pick that up in the other, in other people that don't have your strengths, um, I think is, is something to be, to be aware of. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Yeah. So just keep checking in with your mom. Just, <laughs> that's right. yeah, that's a good, that's a really good takeaway for everybody. Check in with your mom more. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Okay. Well, what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Hmm. You know, so um, the last couple months in particular, I've just really enjoyed being outside. Um, And I know that sounds so simple and ridiculous, but um, during legislative session, um, I work underground. And so I don't get a lot of sunshine. Um, Our our offices are literally... um, Two, two stories underground. So um, I've, I've really been enjoying being outside, um, being in nature, and very specifically, golf has been really, really fun for me. I started playing last summer, and so I'm getting to the point where I feel like I'm actually getting a little bit of consistency in my, in my gameplay. And so I'm really enjoying golf and being outside in the sun and enjoying um, summer weather. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. That's great. Well, Karen, thank you so much for taking time to um, just kind of unpack these strengths that you have and just kind of just be vulnerable about things you're learning and just things that, that are going well. But just, yeah, I think this will be so helpful for for our listeners that um, that might, again, know somebody like you or live with somebody like you that might have some of these strengths. So um, it's just fun to chat with you and thank you so much. Well, thanks for the opportunity and for your, your pursuit of understanding people. It's, it's been so encouraging.
Well, you're welcome. Well, have a great day, Karen. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.